Hey there, this is Hannah McGee, and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place. Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond. So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us today uh, at iHeart2C. I am Hannah, and this is John. And we have a special guest that we want to share with you today. Um, Kenton Lee is the founder of The Shoe That Grows. And what I, above many things, I love that it is based in Canning County, the um, the founding office. And also, Kenton grew up in Nampa. So um, I love hearing, you know, local people who have found their passion and a heart to serve. So, Kenton, welcome today. Thank you for joining us. Um, well, thanks for the invitation. This yes. is so fun. I'm, I'm excited to chat. And uh, yeah, I'm a Nampa kid, born and raised. And yeah, I, tell I us a little bit more. Study. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about how, you know, kind of some details about growing up and then how you got started with this organization. Yeah, it, uh, I'll try to I'll try to do a long story short. I can I can uh, I can talk all day long about about Nampa yeah. and about my my story. But um, yeah, so uh, born and raised, uh, born born in, in Mercy Medical, uh, which which is not there anymore, which is kind of crazy. Two of us. Hey, there we go. Great great place to be born. And uh, my dad owned a plumbing company uh, here here in the valley, and um, I've got a brother, and and so just growing up, uh, really just uh, I, I was very lucky. I had just a very, maybe a classic childhood. I don't know, just kind of growing up, playing sports, um, doing things around our, what I considered a small town, even though there, there are smaller towns, but, you know, just uh, being around Nampa, going to the, the rec center, you know, going mm-hmm. to church, just, just all that kind of stuff. I just loved it. I loved living here. Um, one thing my parents, uh, and again, I'm just so lucky to have had two great parents who, who took great care of me. Um, but they, they really taught me so much. They taught me how to work hard, you know, being around dad as a plumber and, and working with him in the summers. Um, he taught me about hard work and my mom and dad are both very generous and, and just very kind people. And that was important to our family to be, to be helpers and, and, and to, to try to take care of the people around us. And, and so I I always grew up with that. And as I got older, I wanted to do that a little bit more. I remember kind of serving and trying to do things with my church. And then when I got to college, I had a, a real interest in uh, ministry and maybe being a pastor or, or maybe being a missionary. And so that's when after college, I really, I really thought, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to do this, uh, maybe, maybe be a missionary and live overseas uh, for the rest of my life. Um, I should probably try it out to see if I could do it. I, I really had not been out of the country very much. Yeah. Uh, and really not not out of Idaho very, very much. And so um, so right after college, I, I went to Northwest Nazarene University here in Nampa and, and just had a wonderful time there. So 
after college, I, I traveled for a year. I lived in Ecuador for six months, and then I lived in Kenya for six months. And just some incredible experiences. And the first thing I learned was um, I was very homesick. I could not do it. I, I missed Idaho. I missed my family. I just, I missed everything. Um, just, just from back home, I, I really missed it. And so I, I knew that I wasn't going to live uh, outside the U.S. for, for my career. I, I, I knew I couldn't do that. Um, but I, I had such a amazing time with uh, both in Ecuador and in Kenya, um, and, and especially in Kenya. I, I got to live and volunteer at a small orphanage. Uh, for my time there. And so I, I was right there with these uh, about 140 kids wow. at the small orphanage right outside of Nairobi, Kenya. And so I was with them every day. I, I ate what they ate. I slept where they slept. Like I was just, just kind of sharing life with mm -hmm. them for about six months. And, and I, I was not expecting this, but um, one day it was probably two or three weeks into my time there. Um, we were all walking to church actually one, one Sunday morning and as we're walking down this dusty road, uh, this kind of one one road in the village, uh, I remember it was this really hot day. We're walking down this dusty road, and there was a little girl next to me, probably seven or eight years old, and I'll never forget. She had on this beautiful white dress, and as I looked down at her, I was just absolutely shocked at how small her shoes were. Mm. She was wearing these shoes that were just way too small for her feet. Uh, they were so small she had to cut open the front to let her oh. toes stick out. Mm. And I don't know if she hadn't worn these before or, or if I just hadn't noticed this yet, but, but this, that moment, it was like the first time I was seeing this. And of, of, of all the things that I saw in Kenya, and Kenya is very different from Idaho, mm -hmm. um, of all the things that I saw that were different and, and frustrating and just kind of got to me, um, for some reason, this really stuck out the most. This just really kind of got in my guts. And so I, uh, I looked around kind of with new eyes and saw that so many of the kids either had no shoes or they, or they would do this. They would, they would cut open the front of their shoes to let oh. their toes stick out. Oh. And so um, it was, it was just uh, frustrating and heartbreaking. And, and, and later that day I asked the director of the orphanage, you know, why do so many kids uh, have shoes that don't fit? And he told me that, um, more than a year before they'd received a great donation of clothes and shoes and things, but they had not received any more donations since then. And they were a very poor orphanage. You know, he, he said they sometimes barely had enough money for food. Um, they, they couldn't afford to buy the kids shoes, even, even cheap shoes, uh, every time their feet grew. Wow. And, and I've, I've got a couple kids now I've got, I've got a seven year old and a six year old. And, and so I get this now, but at the time I didn't have kids. Sure. And so when, when he said this next, um, it, it, it kind of reminded me. So he said, these are kids, like their feet are growing all the time. <laughs> all the time. I, I, I get you that. You know that, Maddie. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah I, I, you guys know that. I know that. And so, um, but at the time, like I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Like their feet are always growing. And, and for me growing up, whenever my feet would grow, I mean, my parents would buy me new shoes, you know, I mean, that was never an issue for me. Yeah. But here, here I was seeing this situation where they've got growing feet, just like every other kid, but the orphanage can't afford to buy them, buy them new shoes. And so, you know, he said the kids do the best with what they have. They, they often will pass their shoes down to younger kids. They'll just go barefoot. They'll cut open the front to let their toes stick out. They, they do the best with what they have. Right. And so just right then and there, 
it's it's like the only idea I've ever had. But I I just thought to myself, I thought, wouldn't it be nice if there was a pair of shoes that could adjust and expand their size? Wouldn't it be nice if there was a pair of shoes that could grow? It just seems like if they're going to have one pair, um, if it's a growing pair, then at least it could last a little bit longer. And whenever their feet grow, they could just adjust it. And so, Genius. you know, that's that's yeah. that's where the idea started. And, mm-hmm. you know, I wrote it down, which I encourage anybody listening, if you have a good idea, you know, make sure you write it down so you don't yeah. forget. But so then when I got home, when I got back to Nampa and I knew I wasn't going to live overseas, I wanted to live here in Nampa. Um, I was so impacted by my travels and just wanting to to still help and 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 do ministry and serve somehow. So so my question became, what could I do from here? Uh, how could how could I still be on mission to to help people uh, from here from from home? Mm-hmm. And so I went back to my journal, went back to that idea for a growing shoe, and uh, and decided to jump in with it. Wow, what a what a great story! And of course, yeah. the, our listeners can't see. Um, behind you right now, but you've got these these rows of kind of the, the first one you made and the prototype and some of the, the more current models. And just looking over your shoulder, you can see how this has evolved into mm-hmm. this idea that you described, right? This this light bulb that went off above your head to what you're actually doing now. As, as you're describing this, it, it just occurs to me, how many of God's lessons are taught to us on a dirt road? Right, whether it be sure. what you just <laughs> described, or the or the Samaritan, or Paul, it seems mm. like so many of these lessons or ideas are just walking down a road, and then he just you know just speaks to us, and that's what it sounds like happened in in your case. Yeah, it did, and and for me, I mean, I was twenty three, you know, it was right after college. I didn't quite know what what life was gonna was gonna have for me. Um, you know, still don't some, some days, but, uh, uh, it, it just came at a perfect time, um, for me to, to go on a, on a trip like that. And, and I know as I'm very lucky, I, I, not, not everybody gets to travel like that and, and do that, but to be able to kind of not just, not just put yourself in a box, you know, not, not just right after college, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do this one job for the rest of my life. And that's all life's ever going to be. And, um, you know, just living for the weekends or whatever I, I'm I'm glad I was able to have an experience where I where I could travel and and find out more about myself and yeah. and find out more about yeah maybe what God has for me because I I think if I didn't do that well I I know if I didn't do that I would not have had this idea I mean it, mm-hmm. it's such a random thing I'm not a I, I didn't love shoes growing up it's not like I'm in the shoe industry or anything like that this was this was I was kind of in the right place at the right time to to have this idea and. Although I, I will say once I got back home and jumped in with it um, and I grabbed a few friends, I told them about it, grabbed a few friends to, to kind of help me out. Um, it took us six years to, to work on this. The, the, what you're seeing behind me here, uh, kind of the wall that has our, our evolution of, of our shoe design and, and our shoes, um, it, it all fits on a wall right now on mm-hmm. a couple of shelves. But that's, that's you know, six years worth of uh, kind of blood, sweat and tears yeah. a little bit. And so... Um, it was a fun journey. I, I, uh, was, I had a different full-time job at the time. It was kind of something I just did on, on the side, something I was passionate about. And, um, from everything from trying to partner with, uh, Nike and Reebok and Crocs and Toms, and just, I reached out to probably 30 mm-hmm. major shoe companies to, to see if they would help me. And, and everybody said no. Wow. You know, so lot, lots of, lots of rejection at the beginning. 
to then trying to make a prototype on my own out in the garage and just really failing miserably. And if anyone is ever in, in Nampa, uh, downtown Nampa, and you want to stop by our office, I'll, I'll show you my, my terrible prototypes that I made in the garage. Mm. Yeah. Um, but finally, finally, we found a, a, a partner. We found a small shoe design company that um, loved what we were trying to do. And so they they took us through about a year-long design process and um, came out on the other end with a, a great prototype, like one, one, one shoe, one prototype. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we actually, there's a coffee shop downtown Nampa here called the Flying M. Mm-hmm. We, did, we did a couple of fundraisers at the Flying M. Uh, you know, it's fun talking on, yeah. on your podcast to Canyon County people right. because we, the, the shoe that grows would not exist without, um, without my hometown, you know, yeah. without, without Canyon County. We had so many people support us, my, my Rotary Club and, and the Chamber and mm-hmm. uh, so many people um, supporting us and helping us out, even though it was not a very good prototype. It was a crazy idea. It, like I, I look back and I wonder why people you know, donated mm-hmm. 20 bucks, a hundred bucks, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that really must've, must've been it. Cause it really was not great, <laughs> but then we kept getting better. We, we made a, we, we did enough fundraising. We made a hundred pairs of our prototypes. My wife and I took them back to Kenya, put them in four different schools, had kids try them out for about a year, got some great feedback. And then we were able to um, finally make our first kind of official batch of our shoes. Mm-hmm. We made a uh, 3000 pairs and, and they lived uh, floor to ceiling in, in these boxes in my guest bedroom. And uh, that was in 2015. Um, we, and that's all I ever thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, and then just to kind of, kind of put a bow on it, we, so that the, the, the rest of the story. Uh, so in 2015, uh, a few months after kind of having the shoes available, um, we had a story come out online about our shoes, our growing shoes. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it accidentally went viral. It took off. And um, so since 2015, um, this is now my full-time job. It's my full-time work. We've got a team here in Nampa. Uh, We have distributed over 350,000 pairs of the shoe that grows to kids in over 100 countries. And uh, it's just been a, it's just been an unexpected kind of wild ride. And yeah, um, yeah, I'm just, but it really, it all started. Well, started the idea started in Kenya, but then I mean, yeah. so much of the of our early days, uh, we wouldn't be here without without the support of of uh, people here in, mm-hmm. in Nampa and Canyon County. That's awesome. Would you, for our listeners um, that are trying to envision what this shoe that grows looks like, um, is there a way that you could describe it to help people understand what it you know what it essentially does and what it looks like? Yeah, yeah, great question. So it's um, it is a little different, and and uh, if if ever you people want to look it up online, you could Google the shoe that grows and, and check it out um, to get a better visual. But you know, it's basically a shoe sandal hybrid. Um, it almost looks like uh, like a keen kind of shoe, or even a, a water type of shoe a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so it's kind of a shoe sandal hybrid. Um, the kids can actively adjust the top of the shoe. Um, it has uh, something that looks like a number five <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. that, that goes over the toe. And, uh, and the, the top part of the five, if you can picture a number five, can, can go into uh, any number of loops. Mm-hmm. So the kids can make it go shorter and put it into a loop, make it go longer and put it into a loop kind of down lower. So that kind of goes up and over the toes. And then on the sides of the shoe, there are several Velcro straps that the kids can adjust. Um, there's one big one that goes over the top, um, 
and then uh, a big Velcro strap around the back of the heel. And so the kids can actively adjust the, the shoes to where it feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, it can, uh, and, and our shoes can grow five sizes and we make them very durable so they can last for years. But, you know, but the real growth actually comes in the bottom of the shoes. So we, mm-hmm. we have two patents uh, on our shoes. Um, one of them is a design patent kind of for just how it looks. But the other patent we have uh, with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office um, is a, called a utility patent, and it's for the function of the shoe. And the real function, the real growth of the shoe comes in the bottom, comes in the sole, and it's nothing that the kids would ever adjust. Mm-hmm. But basically, if you can picture this, a normal shoe is meant to hold its shape. So if you've got a pair of sneakers or, or dress shoes or whatever on, it, they're, meant to, they're not meant to grow. They're meant to hold their shape. So if your foot grows, um, you'll feel some discomfort because your foot might be growing, but the shoe yeah. is holding firm. Sure. Essentially, we just designed our shoe. We designed the, the bottom of our shoe uh, with these certain ridges um, that allow it just to unfold. We designed it to give. We designed it to just naturally unfold. So as the child's foot is growing and it kind of pushes against the sides and the front and the back of the shoe, instead of holding firm, it just gives. Wow. And so that's where the real growth, that's where we can get five sizes of growth out of our shoes. And again, it's nothing that the kids would ever adjust, but that's where the growth comes from. And then they can adjust the top to where it feels comfortable. So sure. it's kind of a funky shoe. It really is kind of a weird idea. Um, but we've been maybe not perfecting it, but uh, we've been been working on it over the years. And today, the shoes that we have, I just could not be more proud of them and more confident that it is it is a fantastic pair of shoes for these kids and and it really is ideal not for an idaho winter but it's uh it's really ideal for uh uh, even summers here in idaho or or here in the u.s but especially around the world any countries that are kind of warm weather countries Mm -hmm. they really don't get too cold they just might get um a lot of rain have a rainy season Mm -hmm. or a non-rainy season um, it really is a, a pretty perfect shoe um, for kids in those areas. That's great. I know our listeners that we have here in Canyon County are very generous people. And they're, you know, they're tuning into the podcast because they want positive information and they want to hear about the great things that are happening. Tell our listeners how they can help. I know they're going to be listening to you and, and this is such, it just captures your imagination, this idea. Mm-hmm. It's just brilliant. And it's such a great way to help other people. How can our listeners help you get these shoes distributed? Uh, I, I love that question because uh, we're, we're, you know, we, we can't do this alone. You know, we, we don't want to do this alone. And so it's so fun to have people come alongside us. And, and I love talking to people here because, you know, this, this is home for me. But it's so fun. We have people from around the U.S. and really around the world who are supporting us. Um, and, and again, we, we couldn't be here without, without everybody. And, and we are here because of, of the support that we've received. So there's a couple of fun ways for people to get involved with us. Um, one of them, so, uh, we like to say our shoes are a small thing that makes a big difference. So it really does help kids to be more healthy, to stay away from kind of the dirty and dangerous things around them that can make them sick and and make them injured if they don't have shoes. Mm. Um, it helps them go to school. Uh, Often kids, uh, are required to have a school uniform in some of these countries and shoes are often a, a mandatory part of mm-hmm. a school uniform. So a lot of our shoes are used as, as part of a school uniform so the kids can go to school. 
And just like any other kid, um, my kids get excited about getting, you know, shoes. My kids are excited when they have the things they need to, to succeed um, in, in life and school and, and friends and all that. And so um, kids around the world, they're the same. They just, it makes them happy. It makes them confident when they have a good pair of shoes, a pair of shoes that fit. And so we, we love it. We love that uh, shoes can be the small thing that can help bring health and education and happiness to a, a child. And so for $20, that's the uh, kind of the donation cost for, for a pair of our shoes. You know, for $20, you can help a child um, have, have more chances to succeed and be in a better spot to succeed through something as simple as a pair of shoes. And there's some fun ways to do that. Um, we, yeah, I know with the pandemic, not as many people are maybe traveling internationally, but uh, we, we've seen that start to come back a little bit. And I know people still are. And it's amazing how many international things happen from the Treasure Valley, from, yeah. from, the, from Canyon County. There really are churches and organizations and um, schools that are doing things around the world. And so we love it when people uh, donate for our shoes and then we give our shoes to them. Uh, so for example, there's some great churches here in town that have uh, uh, donated for shoes, maybe um, uh, 50 pairs or 100 pairs of shoes. Um, so they make that donation to us we get the shoes over to them and then they take those shoes with them. They check it, check it onto a flight, take it on a, on a plane as they travel Mm. and on a mission trip. And, and they're able to hand deliver those to the kids that they work with. And we, we love doing that. That's how most of our shoes uh, get to where they're going. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also, we actually produce all of our shoes in Kenya at a local factory. Um, We love um, bringing jobs to that area through the production of our shoes and we have a small team in Kenya who um, we, we leave some of our shoes there and we keep some inventory there. The rest of the shoes are sent here to Nampa. Um, but if anybody wants to just donate $20 or, or $40 or 60 or 100 whatever, um, and maybe they're not traveling, you know, they're not going to, to Africa or, or to South America anytime soon, and that's fine um, because we have ways in Kenya, especially since we make our shoes there and we have a team there, um, if people want to sponsor shoes, we can get those shoes to kids who need them. And and we love doing that too. We mm-hmm. love doing that. So whether you're traveling and want to take them yourself, whether you just want to uh, sponsor shoes, maybe as a Christmas present or um, just a just a simple donation, um, we can help get those shoes to, uh, to, to kids who need them. And, and that's the name of the game. And mm-hmm. so um, all of this information, uh, I'm, I'm doing a poor job saying it succinctly. Uh, but if anybody wants wants to find out more or, or make a donation, uh, you can always go to our website, uh, which the name of our organization is Because International. So you can go to becauseinternational.org and okay. uh, find lots of ways to get involved. Or you could just Google the shoe that grows and we're, we're yeah. the first thing that pops up. And we'll have them all in notes for everybody who's listening awesome. too, so they can awesome. go directly to those links um, to find out the best way to support your organization and what you do. So What a great thing if you're um, a family, if you're parents and you yeah. want to teach your kids this time of year, and you, you know this. I mean, it's hard this time of year to teach your kids exactly the meaning of Christmas, right? We get involved with gift giving and we get involved with family things and it's pretty easy to miss, you know, that what we're, what the season is really about. But boy, if you're a mom and dad listening Mm -hmm. to this, what a great way to show your kids how to, how to give something this Christmas season, right? How to do something for someone else 
this Christmas yeah. season. And I, man, I just would encourage any parents that are listening to get your kids on the on the website, look yeah, at the definitely. shoes, pull the trigger for twenty bucks, and uh, do a couple of great things by doing that. Yeah. What a, what a great yeah. idea! That's well, awesome. thank you guys. And it, it, is it okay? Can I say one more thing? Is that Worse. all right? Yeah. Oh, I I would just love to. I, again, I, I I love this area. I this mm-hmm. this place has has raised me and has impacted me so much. Um, I feel such a connection to Idaho and to Nampa and to Canyon County. Um, and, and then through this story, through my story of the shoe that grows, mm-hmm. that connection has just gone, gone deeper. And truly, I, I want to thank, I mean, everybody uh, who's helped us over the years. And, and we've had stories in the Idaho press that have made a big difference mm-hmm. for us and been, been on the news and, and just so many great connections and so many great friendships have, have come uh, from here, like so many great things start here, yeah. you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not Bill Gates. I'm not from New York or mm-hmm. LA or, you know, like, like some of these big things we see in the world. Um, and, and, you know, good, good on them. You know, the big things can come from those big places, but um, some amazing things happen in places like Nampa, yep. places like Caldwell. I mean, it's, it's so cool. The things that happen here. And so I just want to encourage people I, I am nobody special. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a normal kid from Nampa. I'm the son of a plumber. I I like helping people. I like working hard. And I know for so many of us, uh, we're in that same category. And so I want to just encourage people: if you've got an idea, mm. go go for it. Yeah. You know, if you've got if you've got a, an idea for a business, if you've got an idea for for a for a movie, for a podcast, for a for whatever, or and especially if you want to help somebody. If you see a challenge around you at, at home or in your neighborhood or at school, I mean, if you see a problem and you think you've got a solution, um, again, some of the first pairs of shoes that I created are terrible <laughs> and I, I didn't know what I was doing, but I just kept trying, you know, mm-hmm. and yep. I'm so glad I didn't quit. And I had a lot of people encouraging me not to quit. And so I, I love telling people that now mm-hmm. that if, if you've got an idea, you've got something in your heart. Yep. You've got something that you think could really make a difference and help. Um, it doesn't need to be perfect and it's not going to happen overnight, but keep going, you know, don't quit, keep yeah. going. And and if I can ever do anything to help people, um, let me know on, on our website is all of my information. You can email me, you can call or text me anytime. Stop by our office. I, I am always available. I will always email back and, and call back. I'm always available to talk to somebody here in Canyon County and help them with their idea. Because again, so many people have helped me uh, with, with, with this idea over the years. And so I'd love to pay that forward. And I can't wait to see what other fantastic ideas are, are gonna yeah. come from, from the young people, from the old people, from, you know, from anybody here, here in the yeah. Valley. It's, uh, it's exciting, it's mm-hmm. exciting. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help. And thanks for this platform yeah. to be able to share our story and, and uh, excited to see what, what good things come out of this. This yes. is great. Love yeah. it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and um, sharing your story and um, look forward to just seeing how the community surrounds and support continues to support you. So thank you so much, Kenton. I appreciate it. Thanks, Hannah. Thanks, Thanks John. This All is right. fun. Thank Have you. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iheart2c.com.
You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iHeart2C. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.